What is up, you guys? Welcome to All Things Lachey, the podcast where we talk all things conversation and we have conversations about all things. It is your hostess with the mostest, Lachey Settles. Welcome, 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 welcome. If you are new to the podcast, today's episode is going to be about self-care. I want everybody that's listening to me to understand what I'm about to say because it might blow your mind, but it's the truth. Self-love and self-care is not selfish. Let me say this one more time. Self-care is not selfish, okay? I need you to hear me with your good ears. Self-care is not selfish selfish i literally cringe when people say oh i'm gonna be selfish i'm about to start being selfish i'm gonna just take care of myself and just be selfish as if the two are synonymous or they're equal or they mean the same thing because they don't absolutely not to self-care or to love on yourself or to practice self-care is literally the preservation of you This means taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, intellectually, all of the ways. It means taking care of you. There's nothing selfish about that. Um, By definition, the word selfish means to not consider others, a lack of consideration for others. Since when does you taking care of you, mind, body, soul, spirit, equate to you being selfish that is such a myth such a false doctrine and i am here as a daughter of god as a woman of god as a woman of faith a christian woman to let you know that self-care is of god self-care is god's will for us you know how i know that i'm going to prove it to you in scripture because i don't want you to just take my word for it the scripture says in proverbs 4 and 23 to guard your heart because out of your heart it flows the issues of life if you think about a lot of the things that we struggle with if you think about a lot of the things that have hurt our feelings if you think about times in your life where you may have been deceived and things did not work out the way that you thought it is because you were deceived and you allowed things to come into your heart you did not make the best choice or the best decision with your heart and the things that you experienced in life it was a result of that right Therefore, in order for you to guard your heart the way that God desires, the way that God commanded, because that's a commandment from God. He said, guard your hearts, right? So in order for us to be obedient to that, we have to be in a healthy space mentally. We have to take care of our bodies. We have to take care of our hearts. We have to take care of our spirit, man. We can only do that if we tend to self. And let me tell you guys something else. As a believer, I find that so many believers, sons and daughters, prophets, evangelists, apostles, pastors, they struggle so hard mentally. 
And a lot of it has a lot to do with the fact that they don't know boundaries. They don't know how to prioritize their health, their emotions. They're just pouring, 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 pouring from an empty cup. So much so they're overexerting themselves and they're beginning to hate the very thing that God called them to. And, and they're uh, faulting people and they're looking at people when the truth of the matter is a lot of times we overextend ourselves because we desire to help but we have to understand that in everything that we do we must be god led we must be holy spirit led because if we're not holy spirit led then we are no longer under the guise under the protection of god we're outside of god's will even if we do things with good intention even if we do things uh wanting to see a good result and we did it from a good place if god did not instruct us to do so if we did not have that unction from the holy spirit we are outside the will of god and to be outside the will of god is to be outside of the protection of God. And so there are times where we have been prone to things because we decided to do something. We did not consult God about it. And we're just running ourselves ragged. We're letting people tell us what to do. We don't exercise boundaries. We're just overexerting ourselves and just hoping for a good end, right? But God never gave us the clearance to do some of the things that we do. And so I think with my generation especially, we've seen our mothers, our fathers, our grandmothers, our aunties, our uncles. We've seen them struggle. We've seen them battle with their mental health. We've seen them pour so much out to others and then never have anything left for themselves. And we've decided that we don't want that. If we're being honest, a lot of my generation is recovering from the things that the former generation taught us and, and here's the thing it's not a blame game because they taught us the best that they knew they taught us what they knew they taught us how they were raised but we're learning some of those things were unhealthy some of those things were not effective um some of those things were not the most positive thing to do and in the end the result was not favorable something went lacking something was broken something was handicapped and that's not the will of god it's the will of god for us to be well in our hearts to be well in our minds to be well in our spirit to be well in everything that we do god wants us to make sound decisions god wants us to be sons and daughters that have joy in our hearts we're excited about life we have expectation he desires for us to have a kingdom mindset and the only way we can really grow into these things the only way we can really begin to practice these things is when we take care of our minds when we decide we're not going to indulge everything that we see we're not going to have an opinion about all of the content that we see we're not going to chase trends and chase what's the next trending topic but we are literally going to begin to protect our minds we're going to protect our peace that means that conversations that should be had we're going to have those hard and difficult conversations so that we're not carrying on trauma year after after year after year and then passing that on to our sons and our daughters and the generation that's coming behind us no we've decided 
to do the hard work. In order for you to have the fruitful life that God designed, you have to incorporate some self-care. Self-care is not just bubble bath. Self-care is not just going to get a massage and going to get your nails done and going to get your toes done and getting your makeup done and going to stay in a luxury hotel. Those things are included, but self-care means boundaries. Self-care means prioritizing yourself. Self-care means rest. Self-care means saying no sometimes. Self-care means saying yes sometimes. Self-care means budgeting. Self-care means asking God to help you to be a good steward over your finances so that you're not just waiting until tax time for you to live again. So that you're not having to rob Peter to pay Paul or you're not having to ask this person and that person. But the Lord literally shows you how to steward your finances so that you can multiply. Don't you understand that it is the will of God for his sons and his daughters to walk in prosperity, to have wealth, to have riches, to have dominion. When we are in positions where we are not in positions of power, we then become victims and we are in situations of pity because we're waiting on someone to give us permission. We're waiting on someone to permit us. We're waiting on someone to help us, right? But it's the will of God for his sons and his daughters to be wealthy. It's the will of God for us to be wealthy in every area of our lives, not just money, but to be uh, a wealthy and rich in our minds, wealthy and rich in our spirit. And oh my God, one of the things that our generation says is, you know, if you don't have any expectation, then you can't be disappointed. But that's from the pit of hell. God does not want us to lack in expectation. You guys have to think about the woman who had the issue of blood. It was her expectation. It was her faith that made her whole after having this infirmity so many years. And so we have to be careful, even as we go about our normal day-to-day -day life and we're looking at content on social media, not to indulge the wrong thing, to not allow it to penetrate your spirit. Um, the Lord told me in December, I was on a 21-day fast the lord spoke to me and he said i'm making you impenetrable some of you really need to pray that prayer for god to make you impenetrable because the enemy is always looking for a gateway he's always looking for a portal he's always looking for an open door and so a part of self-care is getting into this word and finding out what god has to say about you getting into your word and finding out what god has to say about your situation getting into the word and seeing what god has said about your future how he said in jeremiah 29 and 11 that he desires to give us a hope and a future and an expected end, right? We got to really, really, really begin to work on our minds in the things that we choose to believe. It is the will of God for us to take care of ourselves. Now, God does not get any glory when we are selfish, right? There are several scriptures in the word of God that says to consider your brother and your sister. So I need you to understand that self-care and selfish are not synonymous. When you take care of yourself, right? Then you are able to take care of others, right? The Bible says to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And the only way you can do that is if you're good to yourself, if you understand what it means to be good to yourself, if you understand what it means to take care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And so my desire for my generation, and not just my generation, but the kingdom at large, is for us to understand what God has said about us in his word, for us to understand that God really does desire for us to excel. He desires for us to be at peace. He desires for us to be set free. So many of us, uh, we... 
we hide our testimonies. We hide the things that we struggle with. We hide the things that we are going through and we don't understand that uh, that allows the demonic to multiply in our lives when God desires for us to be free. The word of God says that we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so it's the will of God for you to get free of your addictions. It's the will of God for you to get free of everything that's holding you hostage so that you can really roam this earth as the sons and daughters, the royal priesthood that he desired for us to roam as, right? And we can only do that when we learn how to take care of ourselves. Um, I remember my pastor saying some years back, we are only as good as the books that we read, the things that we digest, and the people that we surround ourselves with. And so if you ever want to understand why your life is going the way that it's going, you want to start looking at the things that you read, the things that you indulge and the things that you surround yourself with and the people that you surround yourself with. A part of self-care is making sure you're mindful of the people who are around you, that you're not just allowing any and everybody around you. And that doesn't mean that you're bougie. It doesn't mean that you're stuck up. It doesn't mean that you think that you're better than everybody else, but you understand that God has put his treasure on the inside of you and you are responsible for stewarding that treasure. You are responsible for what you do with what God has put on the inside of you. He has given every single one of us a measure of faith and it is our responsibility to mature and develop what God put in us. And we can only do that through the pursuit of his word and the pursuit of his word. It teaches us how to seat our minds in heavenly places. It teaches us how to treat our brothers and our sisters. It teaches us how to treat ourselves. It teaches us how to pray, how to worship, how to love ourselves, how to love on one another, right? This is how we glorify God and how we edify the kingdom. And so don't let people make you feel bad because you practice forms of self-care, whether it's through boundaries, whether it is through taking care of yourself and taking yourself on a trip or, you know, getting your hair and your nails to take care of yourself because remember even in the physical we represent God if we have a spirit of gluttony and we're overweight and all of these things we represent God we are his sons and his daughters the reflection of him in the earth and so self-care is not selfish because self-care allows us to show up in the way that God desires in the way that God desires. He wants his children to be whole. He wants his children to be well. And so here's my advice to you if you're listening out there. If you desire to level up in your life, put your plans in the presence of God and ask God, ask God to purify your plans. Ask the Lord to show you what his desire is for your life, his will is for your life, and ask God to give you peace if what he desires for you does not align with what you thought you wanted or what you desire for yourself because God knows best. There are times where God will snatch us up out of situations. He will pull us away from people that we love and that you know we wanted to be connected to forever, but he does it for his own glory and he does it for our well-being because we are sons and daughters we benefit by default and so even though we have to go through the crying and the mourning and the grief really we have to learn how to rejoice even in tribulation because even when we lose we win god will never allow you to lose something and not come back with a bounce back he will not allow you to lose something and not replace it not refill it not replenish like that's the god that he is he renews our strength 
He is a God of restoration. That's his will for us. That's his desire for us. And so listen, take Proverbs 4 and 23 to heart where the word of God says to guard your heart because out of your heart flows the issues of life. Our hearts are literally a portal. And so it's important for us to mind what we allow to come into our hearts, that we be pure hearted, right? That we take care of our minds, that we pay attention to how people speak to us and and we make a choice to stand up and advocate for ourselves when people are speaking to us in ways that we don't like, ways that we don't agree with. Now, I'm not talking about a spirit of offense. I mean, when people are literally being demeaning to you. You get to stand up and advocate for yourself because you're not weak and God does not want you to be weak in the kingdom. He needs some fighters. He needs some heavy hitters. He needs some people that will stand for justice. He needs some people that will not play about them and they will not play about others in the kingdom. They will stand up and be a voice. They will stand up and be a voice of reason. They will stand up and be a voice of justice. And so we have to learn how to do that first with ourselves to advocate for ourselves to say and speak up when something doesn't feel good, when something isn't going well, when we're experiencing some type of abuse, to exercise those boundaries, to exit what's not serving, what's not contributing to your purpose. That is a form of self-care. So I need you to hear me today. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is the will of God. Self-care brings God glory. You can practice self-care and still be selfless. And I need you to understand that. I am a very compassionate woman. I am a very giving woman. I am a very supportive woman, but I'm also Holy Spirit led. Now by my nature, I would just give, 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 give till I can't give anymore. But there is no wisdom in that when it's not Holy Spirit led because now my emotions, my flesh can get in the way and I can start to feel like, hmm, I've done this for this person. I've done that for that person and they didn't even return the favor. You gotta be Holy Spirit led so that your gift of giving that God has put on the inside of you, it does not become perverse. It does not become perverted. Be spirit led. Don't just do it because you're like, oh, I just have this big heart and da 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 da. No, ask the Lord before you do things. Consult the Lord. God wants to be consulted in everything that we do. He said, acknowledge me in all your ways and I will direct your path. And so here again, when God says to guard your heart, A lot of us didn't do a good job or haven't done a good job at at guarding our heart because we don't consult God, even about the small things. We feel like, oh, no, that's so small. I don't have to ask God about that. But you should, because sometimes it's the the little things that the enemy will use to come in and wreak havoc and to find a portal, find an entryway, a doorway. And so I'm telling you. A part of self-care is obeying the word of God and what God says, where he says, acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. The Lord said in his word, it is his will for us to prosper even as our soul prospers, right? And you can only prosper if you take care of yourself, if you educate yourself, if you make yourself aware of what's going on around you, if you open yourself up to different experiences, if you see different things, if you try different things, if you explore, if you treat yourself like the royal priesthood that God has called you to be, 
And it is in those moments where you learn how to treat yourself well, where you now know how to treat others well. You know why I know how to love on people? Because I know how to love on myself. Before self-care was this big phenomenon and, you know, this this trend that everyone is was jumping on or is jumping on. Like, I remember being in high school and I would take myself out to eat. Right. And at that time, people would look at me weird, like you would not to eat by yourself. I would go to the movies alone and I still do those things. Now, you have to learn how to be OK being alone and in your own solitude so that you can be at one with yourself so that God can educate you on who you are, who he has called you to be, what he has said about you. Because when you're firm on who God has called you to be, what God has told you, you can do, you can pursue, you can have. Now you're not looking for the approval of people. If someone tells you, oh, you will be great at this. They're literally affirming what God has already validated. So it's important for us to love on ourselves, care for ourselves, get into the presence of God and find out what God is saying about us so that we are able to really take good care of ourselves so that we can go out and be that vessel. Go out and be confident. Go out and show up as sons and daughters of the most high God, the royal priesthood that he has called us to be, to have dominion. The word of God says to go out and possess the land. God desires for us to be fruitful. God desires for us to be a prosperous and to have much and to be in ownership. But we can only do those things when we come into the awareness of who we are. Um, And when we come into that awareness to follow the instructions of God to take care of ourselves in the best way possible so that we can have the endurance, so that we can have the confidence, so that we can have the stamina, everything that's required for us to pursue, everything that's required for us to live out our purpose. And so I hope that you all are encouraged and I hope that I have given you all permission to think differently. If you're listening, I want to talk to you. Speak to your heart in this moment. You are worthy of being prioritized. And once you learn how to prioritize yourself, once you understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God and that God don't play about you and that you have an angelic army and a host of angels that walk around you, that encamp around you, that the favor of God goes ahead of you, that as a son and as a daughter of God, there is a shield of protection that is around you. Once you really understand how precious you are in the eyesight of God, you'll start treating yourself better you deserve to treat yourself better you deserve to treat yourself well you deserve to speak to yourself in a positive manner in a positive tone in an encouraging manner you deserve to hear those words of exhortation and edification that your spirit man may be built up it's the will of god that you not be awkward when people give you compliments because they're just affirming what he already validated and so let's not walk in false humility but let's understand that god wants us to walk in confidence that god wants us to walk in boldness that god wants us to walk in influence that god wants us to walk in wealth and riches you you that's listening you Go and do what God told you you can do. Go and pursue the very thing that God put on your heart. You can have it. 
You can do it. It belongs to you. Wealth and riches, it belongs to you. Good health, it belongs to you. Overflow, it belongs to you. A good relationship, it belongs to you. Good friendships, it belongs to you. A healthy family, it belongs to you. Children, it belongs to you. Favor, it belongs to you. Dominion, it belongs to you. Territory, property, real estate, whatever God has put before you, you can have it. And so I pray that the words that the Lord has put on my heart, it stirs up a fire in you not to settle just because grandma settled or uncle settled or, or mommy settled or daddy settled. Be okay with the fact that God has shown you more and he's told you that you can have more. It's actually the will of God for us to supersede the generation that came before us, right? And so it's okay for you to desire big things it's okay for you to desire more. It's actually God's will. He gets so much pleasure and joy out of us having big goals and big dreams. You know why? Because the word of God says, I believe it's in Exodus. If it's not Exodus, it's Ephesians. So you guys, excuse me. Um, but the scripture says that God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think. And so that means our wildest dream, God is like, yo, I can supersede that. If you'll believe me for it. I'll supersede that. If you look at all of the people who received miracles in the word of God, guess what the only prerequisite was for them to have faith and for them to believe. And that's why the enemy often fights us in the areas of our minds, because he knows if we can ever be transformed in our minds, if we can ever be renewed in our minds, if we ever could really get a full revelation of who we are, what we can have and what God told us we can do and who God told us we can be, we are dangerous because the enemy no longer can play with us. He can no longer play with our identity. He can no longer play with our destiny. See, God, he has created so much for us. He stored up so much for us. He will give us according to how much we can take. He will give to us according to how much we can take. So ask God, God, uh, expand my capacity that I'm able to receive all that you have for me. So I want you to know it is the will of God for you to be blessed. It's the will of God for you to take care of yourself so that the scales may fall off your eyes and God can show you what his will for you really is. And so I pray that you are free today. I pray that you start your healing journey today. I pray that you start your business, your podcast, your blog, your website, whatever it is that you want to do. I pray that you start that today and you understand that self care is not selfish.